Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew preaches a special Easter message entitled, Because He Lives, We Live Also. Preach March 4th, 2011. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 through 10. Because He lives, we live also. Today is the Lord's day when we, the people of the triune God, worship him and celebrate the glorious resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the crucified. Jesus Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Fools do not believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ which took place on Easter morning in Jerusalem. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Marxist materialism has become the dominant culture of the Western man. Therefore, he has denied Orthodox Christianity that gave rise to that unique Western civilization. What does the communist encyclopedia say about the resurrection of Jesus Christ? It says the resurrection of the body is a contradiction of natural scientific knowledge which confesses the inescapability of death as the destruction of individuality with its physical and psychical peculiarities. Resurrection is the primitive belief of all uncultured people. When you think about it, dialectical materialism is sheer irrationality of fools. The Bible starts with God. And Westminster Shorter Catechism tells us God is a spirit infinite, eternal, unchangeable in his being. Wisdom, power, holiness, justice, goodness, and truth. This infinite personal God created all things out of nothing. That is reasonable faith. He keeps all things in being. He governs all things. He is the moral ruler of his universe. So the Bible speaks of one God existing in three persons. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we are told the Son became incarnate in the fullness of time. To live and die for our sins. As God's eternal plan of salvation called for. On the third day God raised him from the dead. Thus Jesus Christ accomplished our salvation. For he died for our sins. And was raised for our justification. He is our atonement. 
he is our reconciliation he is our peace he is our life he is our living blessed and sure hope he was betrayed by judas he was arrested he was tried by the sanhedrin and pilate the governor he was crucified on good friday he was given a royal burial by joseph of arimathea and nicodemus they used 75 pounds of expensive perfume to anoint the body they buried him in the new tomb of the rich man joseph of arimathea the authorities remembered but the disciples forgot they remembered his prediction of his own resurrection they received this news from judas the betrayer so they sealed the tomb and guards were posted to watch the tomb continually for 3 days the devil and the demons had been celebrating for a long time now they celebrated and mocked god when they rebelled and fell and became devils they celebrated again and mocked god when the devil deceived eve resulting in the fall of the whole human race the bible tells us in the fall of adam we all fell and became sinners finally the devil and the demons and the wicked authorities celebrated when jesus the son of god the holy one was crucified and buried oh what a mocking celebration it was but then came the celebration of god who planned it all the crucifixion was in accord with god's determinate counsel the father gave him up to be crucified the father poured out on the son his holy wrath that was against us sinners he who never sinned became sin for us that we may become righteousness of god in him that the father can now justify sinners justly yes celebration now it is god's turn god the father raised jesus christ from the dead by his incomparably great power the power of the holy spirit so christ arose on sunday early morning with a glorious physical body that can never die this body has such properties nobody needed to roll away the stone from the tomb but there was a great earthquake designed to mock all the wicked forces of the world a quake in celebration of this divine action angels came down to the tomb Matthew tells us one angel took the stone from the mouth of the tomb breaking its seal that was god mocking all evil authorities of the universe 
Angel took the huge stone out and threw it out and he then sat on it. God was mocking the devil and demons and wicked authorities. And we read in the Bible, Colossians 2.15, And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Hebrews 2, since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. St. John in 1 John 3 says, he who that's what is sinful is of the devil because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. The people of God exist because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. God mocks the devil through the church. The devil celebrated when Adam fell. The devil said, no church, God. There is no church. You cannot have a people who worship and serve you. Now the devil is mocked. The devil is not very smart. God's wisdom is infinite. The devil is a finite creature with a twisted mind. So we read in Ephesians chapter 3. And verse 10, his intent, the intent of God was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. Friends, God mocks the devil when each elect sinner is saved by the mighty operation of the power of God. Heaven rejoices when a sinner repents. And joins his true church. God celebrates and mocks the devil. When a saint believes God. When a saint resists temptation. When a saint wrestles against spiritual forces arrayed against him. In the strength of the Lord and wins. God celebrates when Jesus Christ comes again to glorify his saints with a glorious body like his own body. God celebrates when Christ judges the wicked and sends them to hell to which also he sends the trinity of evil and all demons. Christ is risen. He was raised by God's infinite power. Christ ascended to paradise, to the third heaven. He ascended to the very presence of the Father. God seated him on his right hand, a seat of great honor. God's infinite power did it. God is celebrating and mocking the devil. He is having the last laugh. Eternal love. He who is enthroned in heaven loves. The Lord scoffs at all evil forces of the universe. 
the one whom they arrested tried they tried they mocked and crucified that one is the king of kings and the lord of lords god subjected all things to him he put all things under his feet especially all evil beings he is the head of all things this jesus christ is the head of the church which is filled to the full by himself let me read it to you again god raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand far above all rule and authority power and dominion and every title that can be given not only in the present age but in the one to come Philippians 2 therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father St Peter says in 1 Peter 3 who Jesus Christ who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels authorities and powers in submission to him in Colossians 2:9 and 10 tells us for in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form and you have been given fullness in Christ The Lord is my shepherd we lack nothing we are given fullness in Christ the power of God the infinite power of God accomplished all this our salvation planned by the father from all eternity is accomplished in history by his son Jesus Christ and this salvation is applied to God's people now by the holy spirit the devil and demons fought god all the way but they are defeated every knee must bow every tongue must confess jesus christ is lord to the glory of god the father the women mary magdalene and mary the mother of james came that sunday early morning not to see jesus the risen one but to anoint his body they loved him but jesus himself predicted his own resurrection on the third day five times in the book of matthew matthew 16 verse 21 matthew 17:9 and 23 matthew 20 verse 19 and the last one matthew 26 verse 32 but after i have risen i will go ahead of you into galilee but they did not believe it how can the dead rise they thought the pious jews like martha believed in the resurrection of the last day but they did not believe the resurrection of jesus on the third day Jesus was the first to rise from the dead with a body that can never die. Jesus said, "I am the resurrection and the life. 
But the disciples, men and women, did not believe. The apostles did not believe. So the women came to show their love to their dead Lord. But things have changed. There was a violent earthquake. The angel broke the seal, took out the stone at the door. And he was sitting on it, perhaps laughing. He declares to the women the great indicative of the divine action. The most powerful demonstration of God's might on earth. Greater than creation, greater than exodus, greater than all other demonstrations of God's power. Resurrection of Jesus Christ is the greatest miracle in the universe. The incomparably great power display. So Paul uses four Greek words to describe it. The first is dunamis of God. From which you have dynamite. Which means divine ability to perform a particular task. God can. God is able. Nothing is impossible with God. The second word is energia means energy. It means God's power in action. It accomplishes God's purposes. No energy shortage with God. Therefore no shutting down of God's work. Energy. Infinite energy. The third is Kratos. Which means super conquering power. Irresistible power. Overcoming all resistance. Power to rule and power to control. And finally... Isquos, which means personal capability. Power inherent in the very being of God. God is strong. God is my strength and my salvation. Isquos means totality of God's potential power. So God always wins and always leads us in triumph. Friends, it is sheer folly to resist this powerful God. That was the foolishness of the devil. This power is exceedingly great, immeasurable. This power is the power of the infinite, eternal, unchangeable, personal God. The women saw something of the display of this power. The angel declares the great indicative what God has done. What is the great indicative? Jesus the crucified is not here. He is risen as he said. Friends, what God promises he fulfills. Every promise in the Bible God fulfills God is truth. God cannot lie. He is not a man that he should lie. 
Neither a son of man that he should change his mind. What he promises, he performs. He is risen. As he said, you want to verify this indicative? Come and see. The tomb is open for that very purpose. And tomb is empty of the body of Jesus. He is risen and gone out before angel opened it. He is risen as he said. Come in and confirm by evidence. Friends, Christianity is reasonable faith. Dialectical materialism, Marxist philosophy is irrationality. God gives reasons to believe. Come in. Come and see. God gives sufficient evidence. Christianity is not blind faith of the intellectual fools. The women also saw Jesus. The women grasped his feet. It was not hallucination. Jesus rose physically. They saw him. They touched him. They heard him. Later he would appear to many. Even to the doubting Thomas who needed uh, to touch him. And verify his nail prints before he would believe. And he believed. Jesus ate and drank with his disciples. Mary Magdalene recognized him by his voice. He showed himself truly by many infallible proofs that he was not a ghost, that he had a glorious physical body. God gives us sufficient reasons to believe in a risen Christ. And we are saved. Our sins are forgiven. We are justified. Christ is risen as he said. So Jesus is true as to his person and all his teachings. It is all written in the Bible. Read the Bible daily. Come and see in the Bible. Worship him. Believe in him. Serve him. Christ is risen. Therefore, based on that indicative, let us listen to God's two imperatives. First, friends, don't be afraid of communism, militant Islam. Don't be afraid. Your president, don't be afraid. Those who mock Christianity, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of death. Don't be afraid, sir. God is speaking to you. Don't be afraid. Fear began with sin and guilt. Fear is the fear of death. Adam was fearless once. Then he sinned and he became afraid. The cure of our fear is found in Jesus Christ alone. The seed of the woman, the son of the Virgin Mary, the son of God who was incarnate, crucified, buried, and risen from the dead. He forgives our sins, for he died for our sins by his death. He defeated the devil by his death. He destroyed our dead. Fear not. We are set free from the fear of death because he lives forever. We who believe in him also live forever. 
we died with christ we are buried with christ we are raised with christ to live a new indestructible eternal life and we are seated with christ neither death nor life or anything else in all creation can separate us from the love of god which is in christ jesus our lord this is the gospel this is the good news of great joy that will be for all people jew and gentile jesus christ is risen today our savior is risen today our lord is risen today therefore do not be afraid if jesus has died for our sins all of our sins if god has forgiven all our sins if god has justified us there is no reason to fear the devil we have no reason to fear the world the flesh death devil hell christians alone are truly fearless based on this great indicative john harper was a believer in jesus christ and he was on titanic as it was sinking and he shouted let the women children and the unsaved into the lifeboats he then removed his life preserver and gave it to another man because john harper's life preserver was jesus christ the risen one christ is risen indeed do not fear only believers in christ do not fear the gods must fear sanhedrin must fear kfs must fear pilot must fear emperors must fear presidents must fear professors must fear every unbeliever must fear now and throughout eternity every non christian must fear christ the coming judge but for us who believe the angel says what's a fear not not only the angel risen christ himself says fear not two witnesses so it is true and it is certain don't fear if god is for us who can be against us he is infinite and our enemies are put together all of them together finite nothing and less than nothing the second imperative of the risen christ go and tell come and see go and tell the greatest news to the world what is it sir christ is risen sin is defeated devil is defeated evil is defeated death is defeated guilt is removed go and proclaim the gospel to all the world you are witnesses come and see so we come into the bible come into the church to see the truth and go and tell fearlessly because the world is miserable place a gloomy place it is a place of death it is a graveyard it is a place of weeping and wailing it is a place of funeral it is a dark place where people stumble and fall therefore god loves the world therefore go and tell christ 
died for our sins and is raised for our justification. Christ is risen. The Son of God is shining. There is eternal life in the Son. There is joy unspeakable and full of glory. He lives. He never dies again. He is eternal life and he gives eternal life to all who trust in him. He lives forever. He's victorious. And therefore we will live forever and will be victorious. He's powerful so we are powerful by the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. The power of the Holy Ghost. It is the incomparably great power in us who believe. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in us to power us, to enlighten us, to guide us, to resist the devil and to fight every fight. We are in Jesus Christ, so we are overcomers. The evil forces are arrayed against us. But don't worry. Don't worry, sir. We will live. For our struggle is not against the flesh and blood, but against our struggle. The rulers, authorities powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Don't worry. Be strong in the Lord and put on the whole armor of God. Don't worry. Who said that? Don't worry. I don't know. What's the rest of it? Be happy. Well, he didn't know that. Eyes can sing that. Don't worry. Be happy. Why? Christ is risen. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. In Christ's power we stand. Put on the whole armor of God. So we stand and wrestle against the defeated foes. And so we finally stand in victory. This resurrection power is the power of the spirit. But it is given to Every Christian. Ephesians 3 verse 20 says. Now to him who is able. To do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. According to his power. That is at work within us. The ability of God. Is the ability of the spirit. It is in us. And it's working sir. That I preach the gospel here means his power is working in me. Ephesians 6.10 Finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Colossians 1.29 To this end I labor struggling with all his energy. Which so powerfully works in me. Therefore, my dear friends, as you always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling because it is God who works in you to will and to do according to his good pleasure. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Acts 1.8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. 
Acts 4, 8. Then Peter filled with the Holy Spirit said to them. Come and see. See in the Holy Scriptures God's deeds and God's interpretation of his deeds. Come and see Jesus Christ. His life, his death, his resurrection. Then go and tell in the Spirit's power. Don't be afraid. Christ is risen. Most preachers in the Western world, even those who claim to be evangelicals, do not proclaim the gospel because they do not believe in the scriptures. They have become Marxists. So they cannot go and tell because they refuse to come and see. This is the command of the angel. Go and tell. Yea more than that. This is the command of the risen Christ. What is it? Go and tell what you know to be true. Christ is risen. Go and tell sir. I was blind but now I see. I was dead but now I am alive. Because Christ is risen. Don't be afraid. Jesus said, I'll be with you always, even unto the end of the ages. Go and tell means live this Christian life and declare this good news. You friends are the light of the world. Let your light shine. Don't cover it up. You are the hope of the world. Dietrich Bonhoeffer went back to Germany during the Second World War to tell the gospel. He was a confessing Christian. He said Christ is risen. And they killed him. But he is seated with Christ. He lives forever. Our Pakistani Christian brother. Shabazz Pati. From Canada he returned to Pakistan. He was told don't go. We'll take care of you. But he returned to Pakistan to continue to declare the good news. Christ is risen. The Muslim terrorists killed him. But he lives with Christ forever. Friends, come and see. Go and tell. Don't be afraid. Go and tell the greatest indicative in the universe. Jesus Christ is risen. Stephen did it. They stoned him to death. James did it. They beheaded him. Paul did it. They beheaded him. Peter, the fearful one, did it. They crucified him. But friends, but they cannot destroy this resurrection life, this indestructible life. Jesus said, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. St. Paul says, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Because he lives, we live forever. Listen to what Jesus said to St. John. In Revelation chapter 1. When I saw him I fell at his feet. As though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me. And said do not be afraid. 
I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead. And behold, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. Jesus Christ destroyed our death and has brought us life and immortality through the gospel. Friends, what is the problem of the world? Sin, guilt, death, devil, demons, and the wicked world. What is the solution? The risen Christ. The triumphant Christ. He solved forever all our problems. Listen to St. Paul. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death, is your victory? Where, O oh, death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, he kept the law in our behalf by his life and by his death. Come and see. Go and tell. And then he says, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Friends, I give you a Christ who is able. I give you a Christ who is able. Listen to these verses. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things at all times having all that you need you will abound in every good work. God is able. Hebrews 2.18 Because he himself suffered when he was tempted he is able to help those who are being tempted. Hebrews 7.25 Therefore he is able to save completely those who come to God through him. He will save the worst sinner in the world. He is able, sir. Philippians 3, 20 and 21. But our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who is able to bring everything under his control. And will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. He is able. 2 Timothy 1 verse 12. This is why I am suffering as I am. Yet not I, am, I am not ashamed because I know whom I have believed. And am convinced that he is able, able to guard what I have entrusted to him for that day. And finally... Jude 24, to him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. Friends, don't be afraid. Come and say, go and tell, Jesus Christ is risen indeed. Friends, heaven celebrates 
and Christians rejoice now with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Why? Because he lives. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, you are in our midst to heal us and to enrich us and empower us that we may go out to live for you. Save your people. May they encounter you, O God. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.